0: Behold and see if there be any sorrow like unto my sorrow, which is done unto me. Wherewith the Lord hath afflicted me in the day of his fierce anger. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for the songs of Zion that have been sung. For the wonderful ministry and song. We thank you, Father, for this day that you've given us as the living to praise you. We thank you for this time and for the people that have come along this holiday weekend when we remember and we mark when your son was raised from the dead. And Father, we thank you that we serve a living Savior. Tonight, Lord, we ask you again for your coveted anointing. We ask you for your blessed spirit, that he may come and move upon our hearts, that he may speak deep within our souls, and that he may have his way throughout this time afforded to us. Father, we pray that you would reach the lost, the unsaved. We pray that you would reach the backslidden, and we pray that you would speak to the believer, maybe struggling, but above all things, we ask you that you would help me. Help me to lift up the name which is above every other name. Help me to exalt your only begotten Son, he whom my soul loveth, the Lord Jesus Christ. Have thine no own way, Lord, and glorify yourself. For Jesus' name'sake, Amen. The prophet Jeremiah is known as the weeping prophet. He is known as the weeping prophet mainly because of this little book of Lamentations, just some five chapters, and there he's weeping and he's lamenting over the house of Judah, the southern kingdom in Israel. He's lamenting over Jerusalem in particular, for now it has come, when Jerusalem will be taken captive by the Babylonians, and there they will go into exile. And there, during that time, we read of the book of Ezekiel, which comes after Lamentations. Ezekiel by the river Tibar, there with the glorious visions that he has, and we find that there's also Daniel in the Lion's Den, we read about it and uh, interpreting Nebuchadnezzar's dreams. Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego in the fiery furnace and so on. All there. All in Babylon in captivity. But here, in the book of Lamentations, we find the prophet Jeremiah, who was the prophet almost exclusively to the southern kingdom of Judah and to those of Jerusalem, to the Jews, we find that he is now lamenting and he's weeping over the city. He realizes that time has been fulfilled. and The time has come when God's judgment would fall upon the city, just as it did in the northern kingdom of Israel about 120 years previously. You see, the prophets had warned the people. The prophets had prophesied and they had preached that there was a judgment to come. They told the people of their sin, of their idolatry. They told the people that such sin and idolatry and even Being married on to Jehovah, Israel were now in adultery because they bowed to other so-called gods and their idols. The prophets proclaimed, they prophesied, they preached. And they kept preaching and many of them were killed and some of them were put in prison. Jeremiah was put down a pit. And no one wanted to listen to the prophets of Israel until it was too late. Until their cries would not be heard anymore. And their cries being not heard anymore, the enemy would come. The Assyrian under Sennacherib, especially in the northern kingdom where the ten tribes of Israel were living. He came and took them all away. Yet God told them to repent. God told them of their sin. And in fact, God showed them not only through the prophets and not only through the preaching of the word of God, but God showed them that in temple, right to government level, To the royalty of the northern kingdom and then in Jerusalem, the southern kingdom, he showed them how much they had fallen away from him. Jeremiah is now standing, as it were, at the hillsides of Jerusalem, watching the people as they're about to be taken away captive by the Babylonians. And he weeps and he laments for the souls and the lives of his people. I wonder how long it's been from some of us, from some pastors and preachers. I wonder how long it's been from Bible teachers have wept over our nation. The sin of the people have wept over the things that are happening in our land, from our government, and in the church. And in the church. I wonder when we see Prince Charles next in line to the British throne. When we hear of him wishing people the best for whatever God Or whoever your God is. I wonder how many have been agitated and disturbed in their spirit. Over hearing such a word from the so-called king to be. In the United Kingdom. I wonder how many cries has went out against it. I wonder how many people have pointed it out and said but this is wrong. There is only one God and his name one. I wonder how many have been disturbed and agitated like Paul in Athens, the time when he seen the altar to the unknown God and his spirit was stirred and agitated within him so much that he had to cry out against it. And Jeremiah's spirit was stirred up in him, but now his heart was. Is broken. Oh if we had. Broken hearts for the souls. Of men and women. If our hearts would break. For the lives and the souls of our families. If our hearts would break. And we would be in prayer with. Tears running down our face for the lost. For our neighbors. For our work colleagues. For all who. Do not know the Lord Jesus Christ. But oh, if we would just be like the weeping, lamenting prophet Jeremiah. In chapter 1 and verse 16, he says, for these things I weep. For these things, he says, I weep. And reading from verse 1, he looks at how God had blessed and how God had strengthened And how God had kept Jerusalem, Judah, Israel, but now the very last stand, the bastion of all that Israel was and is. Jerusalem, the city of the great king. He looks at what it was and what it is and what it has become. Verse 1, if you'll look up with me, please. He says, how doth the city sit solitary? That was full of people. How is she become as a widow? In other words, her husband, Yahweh, Jehovah God, is as though he has left the home and she is dead to him. Because he has been dead to her. For quite some time. And he looks and he's seen the greatness of the city of David here. Where David had placed it as the capital of Israel. And now it has fallen. Sin had ravished it. And now there's weeping and lamenting. But too late she that was great among the nations and princess among the provinces, how is she become tributary? Oh, the enemy has taken her. And she's under the enemy's dominion and under the enemy's control, under the enemy power. And he's looking at it with tears in his eyes. And for these things, he says, I weep. Oh, friend, brother, sister. Oh, that we would see how this little last bastion of evangelicalism in the whole of Europe and the United Kingdom. How if we seen it? How God had made her great. This little province of Ulster. How God has blessed it. How God, even through the bombings and the shootings and the murders. Through all the troubles, God has hand his hand upon this little province. Here the gospel was proclaimed. Here the gospel was preached. And here the word of God was revered. Oh, God had raised up, I believe, The greatness of the United Kingdom because of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. And even whenever London and Edinburgh and Cardiff and all of the countries they represent had fallen away from God. Yet little Ulster was the one who kept the blessing and great in the name because her God was great. And now we see her falling. Now we see the demise of evangelical Ulster as it's known. We see the falling of it in our children. In our homes. In their little minds. In their education. Being programmed with their little programs. Their little minds being turned to things that are ungodly and Christless and vile. And yet the word of God, it was preached for years. And the problem was, as it was in the church, so then would go the people. And many of the churches were afraid. and Many of the preachers were afraid. Afraid to preach the word of God. In the boldness of the Spirit, they became afraid to tell the people of a heaven again and the hell to shun and a coming Christ. They're afraid to take the Word of God in all its fullness and in its truth. They became afraid to stand up and to stand out for the name of Christ. They became afraid that they wouldn't stand for everything and so they fell. For everything. And so it went. And little Ulster is on the demise. And wickedness is on the incline. And so we see just like in the days of Jeremiah. And in the days of the prophets. We see the enemy encroaching. Gathering strength in Ulster. And not only gathering strength, but we see now they are gathering comrades in arms from other places. And we find there's a great land grab of Ulster by the European Union, by an Irish Sea border, through the very south of Ireland. And so God is allowing us and allowing it that we might turn to Him And cry unto God. That we might again revere. and reverence. And respect. The one true living God of Abraham. And of Isaac. And of Jacob. We find here before it's too late. Before it's too late that Ulster. Must turn again. For I'll tell you what Ulster is doing. They are passing by the Passover lamb. Here when we remember this weekend the Passover and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Here people are more interested. I thank God this morning in the tent we had a full house. I thank God for the great turnout. I thank God for your coming every week. I thank God there's so many coming. Especially maybe when you could have done something else tonight. Cold nights and snowy nights and blowy nights and rainy nights. You've kept on coming and God bless you. But like Jesus said at the healing of the ten lepers. And one returned to give thanks. He says, where are the nine? Where are the people whom God has blessed? Where are the people whom God has loved? Where are the people whom God has continued with, even in His grace and in His mercy, His compassion and His kindness and His goodness? Where are the people whom God has stretched out His arm time and time again to and giving them breath in the lungs that they may breathe and a beating heart in their chest that they might live. And we are called the backwater. People like me are called dinosaur preachers. Irrelevant today because it's not soft soaping, because it's not spineless preaching, because it's not politically correct. People like myself and others were called outdated and hateful bigots. Jeremiah was thrown into a pit, warned the people of an enemy at the gate, warned the people of the enemy at the door, and they would not listen nor turn themselves back to God. But oh, that every Christian, that every blood-washed, born-again believer would take out the mantle, and as one torch serves to light another, that they would light many other torches, which in turn would light many other else, and that men and women would take up the mantle, And tell our nation, tell our people, whether they're worried of fear or favor of man, that they would say that Christ is coming and it's time to get right with God. It's time to turn, to turn, to turn again to the Savior, to turn again and come under the blood. Of Christ. Jerusalem has fallen. Sitting a married woman unto the Lord. Sitting a a place that was full of people. And now it's desolate and empty. Like a widow heartbroken. Without company. And on her own. It says in verse three, Judah is gone into captivity because of affliction, and because of the great servitude she dwelleth among the heathen. She findeth no rest. All her persecutors overtook her between the streets. The ways of Zion do mourn. Because none come to the solemn feast, All her gates are desolate. Her priests sigh. Her virgins are afflicted. And she is in bitterness. Here is a picture of the coming and impending doom of Ulster. Here is a picture of the coming and impending doom of the United Kingdom already well on its way. Without God, without Christ, and without hope in this world. Here is a picture that's coming. To our royal family, a picture that's coming to our governments, and a picture that's coming to the church. Jeremiah stands on the hillside in verse 12. They're weeping and lamenting. There's no glee in this. You read the book of Lamentations. It's not glee, but it's a... There's a thread of, I told you so. I told you so. But oh, if you had of just listened to me, we would have been saved. And hence he cries, believed to be in the hillside going in by Mount Olivet, Jerusalem is it nothing to you all ye that pass by behold and see if there be any sorrow like unto my sorrow which is done unto me wherewith the Lord hath afflicted me in the day of his fierce anger oh you see the word of God was like fire shut up in his bones and the Lord was afflicting him in the sense of he preached and he prophesied and he foretold and now he's living through it and he's heartbroken for his people. There's not too many men now who are heartbroken for our people. Heartbroken for the souls of men and women or heartbroken for the life's breath of Ulster. You know, if you turn with me briefly to the book of Hosea, please. Chapter 5, we'll just skip a couple of verses here and we'll look at it. Verse 1, Hosea is a prophet 100 And 50 years or so before Jeremiah, he's in the northern kingdom of the 10 tribes of Israel prophesying to them that the Lord would send judgment. They wouldn't listen, just like Judah later didn't listen nor learn from what happened to Israel. Hosea 5 and verse 1. Hear ye this, O priests. There's your church. There's the church in the land. Hear ye this, O priests. Time to get back to the blood of the book. Time to get back to the preaching of the word. Forget your little fanciful stories. Nobody's interested, preacher, in what you had for your breakfast. Nobody's interested in what you've seen written on the top of the cream of your coffee mug. Nobody's interested in your so-called miracle spring water, and your miracle olive oil soap. Nobody's interested in your gimmicks. Nobody's interested in these empty and vain gestures. Nobody's interested in your disco lights and your disco balls that you may have a disco time. No one's interested No one of that's worth her salt. Judgment will come to the church. God will take a dealing with her. Hear ye this, O priest. There's your church. Hearken, O ye house of Israel. There's your government and the people. They, Lord, over. God is giving a message here to this nation. God is giving a message and the government won't listen. People for protection, for direction and even for spiritual worship are relying on the voices of the ungodly Of the unregenerate. Of the sinner. Of the Christless. Not only to make our laws, but laws that are not only abominations in the sight of God. But laws that will govern them. That they will never ever get rid of again. Perverted sexual laws. Abortion laws, the murder of the innocent. Laws that tell you when you can go out and when you can't. Brothers and sisters, please be aware that when the government encroaches on the things of God, we must obey God rather than men. Render on the Caesar that which is Caesar's. Let's obey the law of the land. But on the God the things are God's. And when the government encroaches against the law of God, the word of God, the Christ of God, and the church of God, it's time for the people of God to say thus far and no further, no more. This was happening in Hosea's day. Here we have the house of Israel. The government ruling powers. And give here, O house of the king. There we have our royal house. Oh, that Her Majesty the Queen. I know in some some uh, Christmas speeches... She'll say Christ is her help and her hope. What about her majesty saying Christ is my Savior. Christ is the only Savior. Christ is the blessing of our nation. Christ is the one who has kept our house down through the years. Right to this moment. Right to this throne. Notice what it says, for judgment is toward you. They wouldn't listen. They wouldn't hear. And so they were taken away. Look at verse 13, for time's sake, please. It says, when Ephraim saw his sickness, Ephraim here is a name for the northern kingdom again of Israel. When Ephraim saw his sickness and When Judah and Judah saw his wound, Ephraim saw his sickness, Judah saw his wound. You see, idolatry came in and that meant a spiritual adultery came in and that meant sin became prevalent and worse and worse and and the prophets were mad to the people. The spiritual men were foolish We brought them the things of God, the interpreters of dreams, the things of the Spirit. Oh, they're just foolish. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Sounds familiar to Britain today. Sounds familiar to Ulster today. Sounds familiar to Ireland today. We're just seen as fools. People hear me and they think I'm some sort of mad fool. When Ephraim saw his sickness and Judah saw his wound, then went Ephraim to the Assyrian and sent to King Jareb; yet could he not heal you nor cure you of your wound. In other words, they went to everyone and they trusted in everything but the Lord. But the Lord. Now the word here Ephraim saw, Judah saw, Ephraim saw his sickness, Judah saw his wound. The word here for saw in the Hebrew is the word 'ah. ra'ah, ra'ah. And it means to give a vision, to give a vision or to enable one to perceive when Ephraim was given the vision, when Judah was given the vision, or when they could perceive. Something happened. Something happened with the word of God that was starting to reach them. And God showed them themselves. They knew in their heart of hearts something wasn't right. With them. They knew in their heart of hearts something wasn't right in their society, something wasn't right in their royalty, in the government issues, and something wasn't right in their church or among the priesthood in Samaria. They knew it wasn't the true and real worship of the living God. Of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. They knew it. Notice. The word here. "ra'ah," for vision. To perceive. Ephraim saw sickness. And Judah saw his wound. The Greek word. That corresponds with the word. "ra'ah" for saw. Is the word. Horayo. And it gives the idea to look one upon another. To look one upon another. Like I would be looking at Glenn and Glenn could look at me and Billy and David and Andrew and so on. To look one another. But they saw in their society, they saw in their royalty, they saw in the church there was something amiss. You tell me this word isn't up to date. You tell me this Bible doesn't tell us of Britain today. The nation, the United Kingdom in which we live in. Now mind you, I'm a patriot of my country. And I am loyal to my queen. I'm unashamed of that. But when there's sin, there's sin. And when it's wrong, it's wrong. The word horio means to look one upon another, like one would come to a mirror and see their face in the reflection, like one would see society. You turn on your news and there's things deep down in the heart where we know it is wrong. But we say nothing for peace sake. Nothing because it wouldn't be too Christian. Not Christ-like to speak up and speak out. Do you know what the Latin word which corresponds with the Greek and with the Hebrew uh-uh. do you know what the Latin word which corresponds with it is you ready remember Ephraim saw his sickness and Judah saw his wound here's what the corresponding Latin word is "video." sound familiar it's the word video God through the spirit and the word showed Israel in the north show them, as it were, playing a video of their depravity and their sin. God showed Judah in the south, their depravity, how far they were away from God, how far away they were from the worship, the true worship, the true worship of Hebraic worship. And he says, my people love to have it so. And while we are losing day by day our freedoms, our liberties, our Christian, biblical, Israelite heritage, while we are losing it, we sit back and say nothing for fear for fear of man brothers and sisters jeremiah preached as though god had showed them a video convicting spirit among the people love them so much loves You and I loves our little country so much. He shows us through the spirit and the word. Through conviction of the Holy Ghost. The sin of man and woman. And yet we'll run here. We'll run there. We'll buy the knee to Baal. And the beasts of prophecy. We'll buy the knee. To the European Union and to the world system, to the banking cartels, and we'll bow the knee until our children and our grandchildren, should Jesus tarry, be up to their neck in debt, and they will be stuck fast like slaves. Rather than get into the Word and trust, trust the Lord for all things. Well, let me finish with this. bit different tonight. Lamentations chapter 1 and verse 12. Is it nothing to you, all ye that pass by? Do you see in the original text, the word pass by is, is it nothing to you, all ye that pass by? Listen, it means pass by. It says in the Hebrew, the way. It's believed that in Passover time, just like we celebrate this time, Passover, people call it Easter. I don't like Easter. I call it Passover. It's too related to Ishtar. That's another story. In Passover, when the lambs were slain, thousands and thousands of them, little spotless lambs, That were nurtured up ready to be brought to the slaughter. There their blood to be shed in Jerusalem. There for the atonement for the sins of God's people. There this time. Jeremiah has believed that he's looking at this time. When thousands upon thousands would go there. And thousands upon thousands of little lambs would be slain. Here he watches them. And now the city is empty. And now he's heartbroken. For there's no lamb. And there's no blood. There's no forgiveness. But judgment. And hence he says. Is it nothing to you. All ye. That pass by the way. Here. Here through the spirit of prophecy, we see the Lord Jesus Christ. Here, through the spirit of prophecy, we see the type of Christ on the cross. I believe he was crucified, not at Gordon's Calvary, nor in the Holy Sepulchre, or the Holy Chapel there. No, friend, I don't believe he was crucified there. I believe... Christ was crucified on the Mount of Olives. On the east side, looking as the sun would come up into the temple, here he cries, it is finished. And the temple curtain is rent from the top to the bottom in twain. There he can see into the Holy of Holies. Now it is finished that all in Christ can come in to the Holy of Holies, for he hath made reconciliation for us. And there, as Jeremiah is weeping and lamenting over Jerusalem, we think of the Lord Jesus Christ again in Matthew 23 and 37. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them that are sent unto thee. How often would I have gathered thy children together, even as a hen doth gather her chickens under her wing. Listen, and ye would not behold your house, your temple is left unto you desolate. And again the Roman general Titus came and set siege on Jerusalem until many, many thousands died and the rest carried away into captivity. How many times do a people need to be warned? Here is the Passover lamb, the Lord Jesus Christ. Is it nothing to you, all ye that pass by? Behold and see if there be any sorrow, like unto my sorrow which is done unto me. Notice my sorrow done unto me, where the Lord my Father has afflicted me in the day of his fierce anger. And the wrath of God was poured out upon the Lord Jesus Christ on Calvary's cross. For he was wounded for our transgressions. And he was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has led him the iniquity of us all. How do we make Britain great again? Queen Victoria was asked by an Indian prince, what is the secret of England's greatness? She handed him a copy of the authorised King James Bible. She said, this is the secret of England's greatness. Political party will not, a political party will not make Britain great again. This book preached again, believed again, and taught again will make Britain great again. (laughs) Believe God will bring judgment upon our islands. And are you saved, friend? Are you Christ's? Are you blood washed? Are you born again? Are you his? If you're not, I'm standing at the corner. Come and see me if you're concerned about your soul. May God bless you this evening. For Jesus' name's sake.